You're listening to the I Like That Story podcast. This is Season 4, Episode 28, Supply versus Demand versus Value. Today's story brought to you by Selby Studios, graphic imaging for family, home, and business. Now, here's America's storyteller, Jeff Gould. Thank you, Meredith. There's a famous rule of economics of supply and demand. I'm sure you've heard it. It goes like this. As supply increases, demand decreases, and then so do prices. If demand is greater than supply, prices increase. Like a teeter-totter that is rigid and unyielding. Except that, you know, that's not true, right? I mean, it is for commodities, corn, beans, coffee. But what about occupations? What about you? Let's look at occupations, okay? Isn't it strange that doctors in one country and culture are considered social servants and are poorly paid, but in other countries they are very well compensated and they do the exact same thing? Teachers, same thing. One country, they're at the bottom of the pay scale. The other countries, they're honored and highly paid. And yet they're both doing the same thing. This is a slippery concept of value that I want to talk about. As you're aware, in this podcast, we are focusing on people who are facing retirement. And I believe that an excellent retirement has elements of work and compensation mixed in, especially if it's work that you are exactly made to do and you love doing it. So, yes, I believe it will be deeply fulfilling and that you will be paid well, either emotionally or monetarily or perhaps both. And to do that will require a conversation on value. Value is measured a couple of ways. The way other people look at us and the way we look at ourselves. I'm going to tell you a story about Bob, the landscaper. Bob does excellent work. He has a master's degree in horticulture and agronomy. He's been at his craft for over 30 years. He works a hundred hours a week during the months of March to November. He drives a 25-year-old pickup, uses a beat-up skid steer, and his dump truck looks like a relic from the Korean War. He charges half of what other landscapers charge, yet he's easily worth double. Because unlike ordinary landscapers, he has connections in the industry so he can get a discount on product. He has education, his wisdom, his tree and plant knowledge, his connections. So, why does he charge half of what others charge? It's because, I guess, that's what he thinks he's worth. And now let's talk about how other people also value you. And this is really murky because much of that is based on how long they've known you. I'm selling tickets to a number of live events in the fall quarter of this year. And for people who have known me 30 years, they think I'm worth, oh, I don't know, 10 bucks a ticket, 500 bucks for a show maybe. Afterwards, people are surprised that the show was that good. You did that? On the other hand, for people who have known me less than five years, they think I'm worth $65 a ticket and $4,000 a show. And they're not surprised. They're delighted. They often buy more tickets to other shows. It's the same show. Isn't that strange? So the truth is, as you have grown and matured, 
so your value has changed. The question is, are you going to listen to the voices who know the new version of yourself or the old voices from your past? I think perhaps our landscaper friend Bob is trapped in a place where his value is based on somebody close to him and what they said to him many, many years ago. So, here are a couple of takeaways that will perhaps help you in your new job title, your new place you're going to go. The first is the name of the job itself. Like teachers or doctors, the culture will sometimes trap you into a pay scale. If you don't think you're going to be compensated properly under your old job title, then change the name of the job. So, Bob, Bob could stop calling himself a landscaper and start calling himself an expert on environmental experiences. Now, it's the same stuff, right? But can you see how people would say, oh, environmental experiences? And this can be tough to do. But hear this. People that know me as a storyteller value my time much more than the ones who still think of me as a disc jockey. Now, the other harder part is not just to battle the other people, but the person who looks at you in the mirror. You must be able to look at yourself and establish your true value. This is a daily battle where you must realize that you may not be the best judge of your value. You may be your biggest enemy. This is a hard thing to combat. A couple of strategies as you establish your new life let supply and demand help you. For example, let's say that from now on for the rest of your life, you want to work mm, 25 hours a week and you want to take three months of vacation a year because you don't have the energy you used to have. Then work the math backwards. That hourly wage, that is what you must start demanding of others and, and yourself. If you look at that wage and it frightens you because you do not think you're worth it, start seeking those who think you are worth it. Get on the phone to talk to friends you have right now, explain what you'd like to be, and ask their help in introducing you to new people who will see the new version of yourself and are willing to compensate for it. Now, once you're paid according to the new value you have established, even if it's only once, now you will have permission to see yourself in a new way. And then finally, simply avoid talking to people who think you are worth less. This can be hard, since many of them might be old friends or even family. If the question comes up, well, how's the expert in environmental experiences doing? Simply say, it's doing great. Thanks for asking. Remember, a real and passionate retirement will involve using the very best of yourself to live the very best version of your life. And to do that, you'll need to recognize the power of supply and demand, understand the pressures that cultures can put onto a job description, good or bad, but most importantly, you must work very hard at understanding your true value. Well, that's the story. Thank you for listening and rating and ranking the podcast. If the freedom of retirement is causing some worry for you or your spouse, I can help with that. I'm planning a How to Retire into a Life of Purpose and Passion retreat. 
It will be at the beautiful Arbor Day Foundation Hotel and Retreat Center, Lead Lodge, in Nebraska City, Nebraska. It's next April of 2023. If you're interested, I'll make sure you get in the email information list and I can get you more details. Until that time, I'm Jeff Gould. God bless. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.